0: Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, uh, Chief Victory Officer here at the Center for Victory. Here with me again today is the lovely what I, who I refer to as Sunshine, Laureanne <laughs> Um, You know, if you if you listened to the first one we we just did uh, on values, this is kind of piggybacking off of that. Um, really looking into helping people understand what to say yes to, what to say no to. but are really looking for room to, for that bigger yes. But before we get into that, Lorianne, real quickly, introduce yourself, what you've been up to, what you're doing, what, you're, what you'll be doing in the future real quick so the folks that didn't hear uh, your first podcast will know, please.
1: Sure. Huh? I'm glad to be back. Hello, everyone. I'm Laureanne Puccier, and I'm the former co-founder of IntegraCare Corporation, based in Wexford, PA, which is a senior living uh, owner-operator of uh, senior living facilities in Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia. Uh, The company uh, we sold the company last year, and I uh, am in a place of transition right now. My background is one of really making a difference in the lives of people, particularly team members of companies. That's what motivated me in my own organization. So right now I'm very focused on coaching and mentoring, uh, specifically our younger population, you know, starting with you know, middle school, high school aged students, specifically girls, uh, because I have had such uh, an intersection with that population during my career uh, and see a great opportunity to make a difference in their lives. And help them be the best they can be. So I'm really happy to be here, Eric.
0: Okay, and happy to have you back. And you're going to be, you know, if you guys are staying tuned to this, she's uh, going to be with us uh, quite a while here on doing some other podcasts. She has a lot of great information. So please tune in to, to further podcasts in the future. But this one, as I said, just making making room for a bigger yes, Lorianne. And one of the the first questions I have for you really is the pretense that many of us struggle with, you know, knowing what to say yes to what to say no to in general, what would your advice be? Like if you looked at somebody, especially somebody younger, that's maybe just entering the workforce or something like that, somebody that's in high school, in college, what would you say to them? Uh,
1: First of all, I would say, um, you have to be true to yourself. In terms of saying yes and no, um, we all have had jobs. You know, in high school you have lots of jobs. Sometimes they're just to make a few bucks and that's fine. But I think the more important thing in saying yes or no is knowing who you are. So that's about, you know, what are you passionate about? What really gets you excited? Um, if you had a choice of anything you wanted to do with your time, your spare time, how would you spend it? Um, and Conversely, what really is not you? Let's say, you know, you're going to work at, you know, a bakery in customer service, but you hate that that pressure to interact with the public. Well, that's probably not going to be a job that's going to serve you well. It might teach us a few things, but maybe it's not going to serve your greater purpose. But I think as you move through high school and you get closer to college and out of college, it's about assessing, you know, having assessment. what, What are the natural things that you would be good at? And then marrying those two, what are you happy with? Uh, what gets you up in the morning? What are you passionate about? And looking for things to say yes to that kind of meet those objectives. It doesn't mean you don't do things along the way that maybe don't meet those objectives. But what you don't want to do is go to college because somebody told you you wanted to be a doctor, for instance. <clears throat> maybe your family has two doctors in it and you're going to be number three. When you know in your heart of hearts, you don't want to do that. Um, Be true to yourself, because at the end of the day, sometimes parents don't want to hear these things, but most parents, uh, the vast majority, do want their children to feel successful, to feel happy in life, to feel fulfilled, and the key factor in that is, is being true to yourself. So in saying yes or no, you don't want to just please people. It's not about pleasing. It's about gratification for yourself and what's going to be something that serves your life better.
0: And so with that, what, how does one know what path to actually take in life? I mean, we're, I mean, you, you hinted a little bit on some things there, but what are some other things that one would know about, you know, this is the way I should go. This is the way I should not go.
1: I do believe in terms of deciding, you know, some part of it is uh, what we, what we decide is based on what we're exposed to. So who we see. So I think looking for those opportunities, Uh, volunteerism is a really big deal, especially in high school saying yes or no. You get to see different styles of leaders. Sometimes you can see different styles of businesses. Other times it might be charities um, that have a purpose, but it helps you know, you know, am I an accounting? Am Am I have a love of accounting? Or boy, I love that charity. It really felt good to make people feel better about their situation. It's at least helping you kind of go, I know what makes me feel good so that you can pursue that. What you don't want to do, let's say, take a bunch of little part-time jobs. Okay. Maybe you need to supplement your income or help your family in some way. That's okay. But when you take those little jobs, try to find jobs that somehow still are going to serve that purpose of helping you discover who you are so that when you say yes, it's actually going to help you with something other than maybe a work ethic.
0: Okay. So what do I, how do I know what to say no to.
1: <laughs> I think um, sometimes saying, you know, let's uh, I can I can use someone in my family as an example, you know, saying no to something that, you know, is incongruent right from the onset um, thinking. I'll take this or I'll do this to something better till I get what I want, um, even when you're in high school and you take a job for the summer or whatever. The reality is once you're working, it is very difficult to look for job number two or the job that you want, because if you're working and giving that job you have your all, then you really don't have the time to give that search your all. So if you're, if you're saying yes, you really need to know in your heart that even if it's not perfect, it's helping advance what you know you're good at, the lane you want to be in, uh, how you'd like to develop yourself as a, as a human being. And again, I go back to something I always say. Have mentors in your life. Yeah. Have people that you can bounce these ideas off of. Um, I have a nephew um, who interacts with my husband and I on a regular basis. So when he's thinking about his career, or uh, is his job a fit, or even when he was in college, you know, what he was pursuing, he would bounce it off of us and say, "Here's what I'm thinking, but based on what you know of me, is my thinking correct or should I kind of ponder this further? I I do believe no matter what age you are, you have to have somebody that's a sounding board for you because we're all a victim to ourselves in terms of our preconceived notions about ourselves.
0: Yeah. And you, you know, our last podcast, um, the one previous to this, Laurieann, was on values and ethics. And, you know, you kind of summed that up nice. You talked about mentors there. You talked a little bit about accountability. And I think it really helps. And maybe you could speak to this about, you know, when you have those down, when you have, you know what your values are and things like that, it's easier to say yes and, and no to things. What would be your thoughts on that?
1: I would say yes, because you, you know yourself well enough to know that something that is a, is a thumbs down for you. If you go into it, you're, you're not going to, they're not going to get your best work either, whatever it is, Um, because you're not comfortable. It's not your natural tendency. Um, I I would use sales as a, as a very obvious example that happens all the time. People think, Oh, I'm great with people. So I want to go into sales. Well, that is not sales. Sales is like, you got to have a little larceny in your heart. You know, you have to be willing to push people. Uh, beyond their comfort zone. So when somebody who I know is not really a salesperson says they want to go into sales, I kind of challenge, okay, this is what I think sales is. Is this what you're thinking it is? And often, most often, the answer would be no. So the better you know yourself, you're naturally going to say no because who wants to go to something that you know you're going to feel uncomfortable with every single minute? Yeah. And actually, I... I am a relational person, but I am not a salesperson. And my first job out of college was sales and it was telemarketing, which was Ooh. worse than all sales. And I hated it. I had to stomach ache every night when I would go to work and, and people would tell me no all the time because that's what, that's what happens. But secondly, because I was not really willing to push beyond the limit. Yeah. And one night in, in exasperation, um, this customer was being very nasty to me on the phone. And I just said, go to hell and I hung up on him. And the next thing I knew over the over the loudspeaker, it was, uh, you know, Lori Ann Henry to the manager's office. So when I got in there, I, he said, do you know why I've called you in here? And I said, yes. He goes, why? And I said, because you were listening on my call and you heard, you, you heard me tell the person to go to hell. <laughs> he said, exactly. And if that's the way you feel about this job, then you need to find another one. And, you know, I stayed with it and I finished the program, Mm -hmm. but I immediately started looking. And that was like an epiphany about myself. So, you know, I'm not going to look for another job like that. I'm not going to take one out of desperation because I know I'm going to be miserable. Yeah.
0: So a lot of people right now, especially through COVID, hopefully coming out of COVID or, are really trying to switch gears, switch course, right? Saying yes to things, saying no to things, what's important, what's not important. A lot of people had that kind of epiphany as we had time to reflect during COVID. What advice would you have for for that kind of person?
1: I I, I still would stick to the same advice regarding transitions in careers, which is, um, even though it's an opportunity, maybe like, for for instance, if you're in an ill-fitting job, then, if you're going to make that change, take the time to understand yourself. Again, this requires documenting—you know, writing down, being intentional. What gets you happy? What gets you juiced up every day? What things do you dislike? Um, what type of career do you seems exciting versus boring? Um, and even today, you have to then layer in the need for personal connection versus I want to be a virtual. Employee somewhere, um, because those those options make you know the the playing field pretty endless yeah. for for a number of people. But going to the wrong path is just going to have more of what you're trying to get away from right now. So, and aside from that, I still am a believer in biggest big believer in assessment. You know, knowing who your true person is. You think you know who your true person is, but you're constantly adapting. Knowing at your core, this is who I am. This is what makes me tick. This is when I'm most content. This is when I'm most, you know, anxious or frustrated. Knowing that about yourself will help you find focus in finding the right career. And if you're making the change, especially midlife, you don't want to be making that change multiple times. So the, the, the research, the discovery period is well worth the time.
0: Yeah, good point. Well, we'll end there. Uh, Lorian, if you could just tell... People, if they're curious how to how to find you or get in contact with you, could you just let them know?
1: Yes, i would love to love to be in touch with you. Uh, My email address is L -L capital L Putzier, P-U-T-Z-I-E-R 007 at Outlook.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, Laurieann Putzier.
0: Thanks, Eric very good and uh, you know if you can't find her uh, just contact us gang and we'll put you in touch with her but you're you're going to be back several more of these that we have planned out um, but really gang thanks for watching listening uh, make sure you you give the video a like down in the comments subscribe um, if you wanted more information you can hit our website at centerforvictory.com and just remember wherever you're at whatever you're doing Make sure you make this day your best day yet. Take care.